show here for you. Um, I got my boy Dave here in the studio with me today. Live and in person. And <laughs> we have a special guest, Abby DeSantis, owner and operator of Meals with Abs. And we have her sweet little pit bull here, <laughs> Sky, hanging out in the studio. First time having a dog in the studio. Welcome to the show, Sky. We're glad to have you here. Say hi, Sky. Oh. She's just lying here, tell. She's happy to be here. <laughs> She's very happy to be here. Awesome. So, Abby runs a business called Meals with Abs. Yes. It's a super cool name, by the way. <laughs> it was the only thing I'd come up with. Yeah? <laughs> I think it's an excellent name because you're obviously Abby and, like, also, like, abs because it's, like, super healthy. You get it. Amazing good you food. Get it. Absolutely. That was, like, the whole thing because I didn't know your name was Abby at first when I saw it and I was like, oh, meals with abs? Like, fitness food. Like, <laughs> I want abs. Like, let's yeah, so, like, my nickname is abs and, you know, it's like. A double entendre a little bit there. Yeah. It's awesome. Yeah. I love it. Um. And your food is amazing. I know. You used to order from me. Well, you, from I haven't ordered for you from a while. I started going through this like stage where I was doing perfect weeks. And one of my perfect weeks was to cook all of my own food. And then after that, I just started cooking a lot more and stopped ordering from you. But I want to start. We were just talking the other day about <laughs> getting more food from you because it's so good and amazing. What's your favorite? Oh, shoot. I don't even remember what my favorite was. I know you had a really good white lasagna and some stuffed peppers, some like Mexican stuffed peppers. I have a lot of stuffed peppers. Oh my God. It was all so good. This week I have broccoli cheddar stuffed peppers. I have spinach artichoke. Stuffed peppers? Yeah. Oh, that sounds amazing. Yeah, yeah. it's super stuff. good. Stuffed peppers are the best. So how did you get into this? I feel like you filled a desperate need right when Erie needed it. I was actually like trying to convince other people that they needed to start meal prep, like my friends that really were good at cooking and made like healthy, nutritious food similar to what you make. I was like, dude, if you just did this, you would crush it right now because Erie has like no local fresh meal prep service and then you hit the scene and I was like fuck yeah finally has <laughs> somebody finally has this I know I got in the newspaper like I didn't even know I had no idea I wasn't even in the newspaper for meals with apps yeah that's awesome that's how you found me is that how I found you yeah and you like dm'd me and you were like hey I would love to have, have you on my podcast and, and I started ordering food yeah and then you, yeah that's awesome. That's crazy you remember that. I can't believe I don't now feel like I'm about to That was host. October. Failed. Of, yeah, that was October <laughs> of last year. Right. Yeah, we were going to have you on Sink Swimmer Fly back then, back yeah. when me and Tyler were still making that. Yeah. Unfortunately, we're not making that anymore because Ty 
Tyler's too busy being a rock star and he's like recording <laughs> music in the same studio that Deftones and uh, Nirvana recorded in right now. So wow. he's kicking butt. Yeah, he's yeah. crushing it. Well, yeah, but we, we, still, we still love you, Tyler. We definitely still, we still love, love you. We still love you, Tyler. But here you are today on Everything at Once. And we really want to hear your story about how you got this whole operation started. Yeah. Okay. So I was born and raised in Erie. Mm-hmm. Uh, so were we, both of us. Really? Oh, yeah. yeah. Where'd you guys go to high school? I went to McDowell. Me too. I went to uh, Collegiate Academy. Oh, okay. I'm going to fast forward like okay. a couple years. I um, graduated from Penn State. That's right. We are. We are. We are. I see your flag. That's right. Um, and we got blue and white on the walls yeah. down here in the studio. And what We're about time that is light. it? Because it's almost time for Penn State to play right now. Right. Soon. They're going to get started. Yep. Anyway. Oh, this guy's checking out the yeah, basement. My, um, so then I moved to New York City. I was in food and beverage PR. And I got just very, very tired of it. Mm -hmm. um, I was very overworked, underpaid. Right. Just like it, it wasn't fulfilling to me at all. Mm -hmm. And then, so I remember one day I was going on the subway and I'm like a pretty spiritual person. Cool. And I remember like trying to talk to my grandparents. I was like, please give me a sign. Like, what should I do? with my life because I was like just so unfulfilled with PR mm -hmm. and I remember I was looking at my phone and I opened my phone and their last name was Tufts mm -hmm. and I opened my phone and it was like Tufts University. Okay. They were just like, you gotta do something else with your life. Okay. Much. And then I decided I just needed to find, like, something that I was passionate about. Mm -hmm. um, and I've always been passionate about food and nutrition and, but not, like, in a way where I was being, like, tortured. <laughs> right, yeah. It sounds like it was not the most pleasant no, experience working in PR in New York City. Yeah. In a way, I was, I'm grateful for that. But one day I was just like, I can't do this anymore. Yeah. And I just knew there was another path for me. I needed to like go home and do what I really wanted to do. Okay. So you head back to Erie. Yes. <laughs> and what's waiting for you here? You know, went to school for nutrition. Mm-hmm. And move back in with my parents and just, you know, have a slower pace of life. Okay. I love New York City. It was, like, the best experience in the world. But for me, like, I just like, a, you know, a slower pace of life. Right. And... And Erie had that for you. Yes, yes. Good. So you went to nutrition school, like nutritionist school? Yes. Cool. And what what do you think are some of the things that stood out to you about nutrition that you may have not known? Nutrition as a whole is kind of a tough subject, but I can talk about it. So growing up, I, I didn't have the best relationship with food. It was not about 
you know, my parents. Because I've heard a lot of people say like, oh, like my mom would be like, oh, you can't eat that or no, that's too much. Um, for me, it was a lack of education. Right, about what and, you should be eating. Yeah, and I remember, you know, I was, I went to like Wana Creek and I was in health class and they never told me that you know you're like sitting here right now mm -hmm. you are burning calories absolutely you're burning like you are burning energy whatever so it got to the point where I would like eat a piece of gum mm -hmm. and think that like oh my god I need to go run yeah that's or not else healthy. I'm gonna, yeah. 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 I think the whole food pyramid thing is kind of bunk too. Exactly. Yeah. It yeah. was the food pyramid and... Have to have so many was, grains and vegetables yeah. and everything. Yeah. And now it's all different and like, you know what I mean? Like, I get it, but I think for me, I was very mis... Informed? Informed. Yeah. 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 I remember that uh, when I was a kid, uh, the big rage was like the uh, the Atkins died at South Beach, and my yeah. parents my parents were just like all about it, and every single night it seemed like forever it was just chicken, baked chicken, baked chicken, baked chicken, you know, like over and over again yeah. because uh, you know. So I guess when I was younger too, I can relate to that because. The, the the image in my head of what it took to be healthy was like you gotta eat like fish you gotta eat this chicken you gotta count every single calorie that you right. put into your body and it can't be like sweets or, or, or carbs or whatever so I can definitely relate to feeling know. misinformed yeah exactly right yeah and I didn't even know I was misinformed until years later yeah um, almost a decade later yeah. Right. If you I were mean, talking about middle school. Middle school. I mean, I'm 27, so I was 12 when and, this all started. And so. when do you think you went to nutrition school? Um, 2020. So I was... Two years ago? Almost I a decade. I was 23, yeah. 24. Okay. Okay. And how long was nutrition school? It was a year. A year? Okay. Yep. And what was your experience? What did you want to do when you were out, when you were done with nutrition school? So originally I went to nutrition school to be a health coach and that was like my goal. And I did that. And then on the side I was doing meal prepping for, you know, your clients and yep. So close family and friends. And I just felt so much more gravitated towards the cooking and mm -hmm. stuff like that. So this started out as like a really small operation with just friends and family. Yes. And what happened? Did word get out and all of a sudden you were... I, I made a Facebook page <laughs> yeah. one day. I was like, let's just see how this goes. And then everyone's like, oh my God, I would love this. Like... Oh my gosh, all my friends would love this, you know. And then, you know, I had to get a food license. I had to get... Make everything official. Yes. Become a real business. Yes. yes. I had to get my LLC. I had to get commercial space to cook out of. All of the above. Absolutely. <laughs> was it something that came up pretty quick or was it like a gradual process for it you? It was 
a long, long process. <laughs> yeah. And do you feel like you would do it again? Probably. Yeah. So it wasn't that bad. Not bad enough to scare you away. Obviously, none of it was bad enough to scare you away because here you are. I mean, I love it so much. Yeah. So, I mean, if it was taken away from me, I would do it again. And what are the kind of what are some of the things that you like to cook or make for for people? And what do you think is the the value that that adds to them? This is like one of the best pieces of of advice I've gotten. It's not the product you give, mm -hmm. but like you said, like the value. Right. So yes, I make like healthy meals, but what is it giving them? Saving them time, money, energy. It's giving them more time to like hang out with their friends and family. They don't have to grocery shop. They don't have to cook. They don't have to clean. Mm -hmm. So for me, that's what it's. Right. It's what it's all about. Yeah. You, I mean, you cut out all of those things too when you're ordering meals from you, you know, I don't have to do the dishes anymore. And right. that's one of the things I really liked about it too. I was like at a busy point in my life. I was working and doing other stuff and I could come home and just have like really delicious food. And mm -hmm. I, yeah. I think that, uh, you know, that's a big thing for me. Like every time I've tried to, you know, get into like the meal prepping and, you know, get like, you know, real healthy and tighten the nuts and bolts. It's like, I've been, I've been busy the last couple years too. So it's like, it just never seems like there's the time in the day. So that's like awesome that you provide this, this service to people to, to just help them reap the rewards of like good nutrition and, and healthy eating in their lives. Cause it's tough to do. It's tough to, you know, really get the ball rolling and have the time to do all the cooking and cleaning and prepping and everything. Right. I think I might have mentioned earlier that I was doing when I was doing perfect meals and cooked everything I ate, that became like a whole thing, like making my own breakfast, like, and not like act, like actually making breakfast, not just like pouring cereal in a bowl, you know what I mean? But yeah. like making eggs or bacon or mm -hmm. toast or whatever, and it really is a very time-consuming endeavor. Even I feel like a hypocrite sometimes because I will come home after like a long day of working and cooking in the kitchen. I'm like, what am I gonna eat? Yeah, right? <laughs> and everyone's like, why don't you just, you know. Make food figure, for yourself, yeah, right? Yeah, and I'm like, mm. Yeah, <laughs> totally guilty of that too. After, after. Yeah, I mean. Convenience is I a mean, huge it's thing. hard, you know? Right. It's, it's time is a very valuable yeah. thing. And sometimes it's easier to value your time over, you know, putting good things in your body yeah. that you need. Um, is there a certain like criteria or anything that your meals have to meet for them to get put on the menu? Like, oh, I have mm -hmm. to have a certain number of carbohydrates or a certain number of protein or anything. Just what feels good to you? No, um, I do have a wide variety of, you know, customers. Mm -hmm. um, I have people who are low-carb, vegetarian, vegan. Gluten-free? Gluten-free, dairy-free. Right. So. Your menu offers a lot of alternatives. It then. does, yes. And one of the biggest challenges that I have is, you know, trying to make a menu that can suit everyone's right because they change every week yes and I, I think that's that's one of the most uh interesting and cool parts about about this service yeah Thank you. it changes <laughs> every week and 
every week you try to find a meal for everybody that is gluten-free, dairy-free, you know what I mean? That way it mm -hmm. rounds all the bases. That's yeah. incredible. That probably takes a ton of coordination. It does. <laughs> yeah. I won't lie. <laughs> do you, what do you think is the hardest part about what you're doing? Pleasing people. Yeah? That's not it. Like, I can see that. What do you mean? People give you a hard time about your food? No, I mean... I mean, I've had people be like, where are the vegan options? I'm like, hey, I'm, you know, I'm trying. Right. <laughs> I think the hardest part about my job hmm, is that I have never owned a business before. I think yeah. it's more on the business side of things. Than the actual menu. And yeah, the like that's that easy for me. Mm-hmm. Especially after, you know, a year in business. Yeah. I, I mean, I have a down pat. Mm -hmm. But I'm still struggling with, you know, the business side of things. Right. That's no. definitely a difficult challenge. Yeah. So, like, managing money and all those kinds of yeah. things. Like, I don't even own a business and I can barely... <laughs> finance my own life. Oh, you should have seen, like, um, last year... I would call my dad like every like during tax season. I was like, Dad, please help. Like what like what do I expense? Like what's this? What's that? And that's things that again, they don't teach you right in high school and college, mm -hmm. which they freaking should. Right. Absolutely. Yeah. I mean that stuff is huge. Yeah. Do you feel more confident about it now? I mean, you have to learn as you go. And how long have you been in business? Um, my one year was June of last year, so about oh, a year cool. now. So I got in like right at the very beginning almost. Like three months in, if it was October. I can't remember. Yeah, I can't. Yeah, because, yeah, you started at Georgia's. Uh-huh. Yeah. Yep. That's awesome. And the way I always looked at it, too, was like I didn't. I, I looked at it more as like a supplement to myself, you know what I mean? Like right. to sub, cause I like to cook too. I like to make my own meals and eat healthy uh -huh. and do all that stuff. But it was really nice on like a hard day or whatever, where you don't want to come home and cook. Right. And you have this alter this amazing alternative that I could just, you know, pop in the oven or do whatever I need to do right. and have really good food instantly. Maybe not quite instantly, but close. Exactly. So do you do you ever have like any special clients that you cater to? Like if you had like somebody who's like I need I'm I'm in like a weight I'm like a bodybuilder. Say I was a bodybuilder and I wanted to order food for you. Would you make me like off menu items that I wanted? So I have a good example. I have this lovely older gentleman. He has a heart condition mm -hmm. okay and he like can't eat you salt know. no like he has to like watch his like cholesterol okay. um heart healthy fats um so he will <laughs> come in and tell me like hey you know i love these energy bites but i need them with pb2 or i can only have what's pb2 i was just about it's to like ask. a it's a powder mm -hmm. okay um, it's basically like a substitute for peanut butter. Mm. You just mix it in mm -hmm. and it like tastes like peanut butter, but it's like a lower fat version. Okay. He also, you know, he loves like my egg dishes. So he'll ask me for, you know, egg whites instead of like 
because he has watches. Sure. Like, yeah. And I'm like always so happy to do that. Yeah. So if somebody comes at you with a special request, more than likely you're able to accommodate that. Yes. Within reason. Within reason. Yeah. <laughs> within reason. Okay. So, um, so as long as I'm not asking for the moon. Right. <laughs> you're you're okay to to switch out some small things. Yeah, I mean, yeah, of course. Have any of those changes ever made it into like normal menu items? No. For his, like, no. Okay. I don't really do like egg whites mm -hmm. or just because it's easier for me. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> and like when you're eating egg whites, you're really kind of eating nothing, from what I understand. Like you really yeah. get most of your nutritional value from your, from the yolks. From the yolks, yeah. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Cool. And like, what kind of cuisines do you feel influenced by? Like, as far as nationality goes, like, do you rip, like particularly like Thai food or Italian food or you Mexican what I food? Love? What do you love? Indian food. I love Indian, Indian food, food too. So, it's so good. I freaking love Indian food. Me too. It's so good. Have you been to a fine restaurant down the road from here? Where I used to actually be. ordered it. It's uh, so good. It's so good. They're and my I got favorite. like the butter chicken and it was so good. They're and, my favorite. Yeah. In your there, there was yes. this, I can't remember the name, but when I was in college, I was down at State College main campus oh. at Penn State and they had an Indian restaurant <laughs> Where down there. Where was that? Oh God, I'm old. Uh, it was between, it had to have been about 2009, 2010. Uh, I can't remember the name of the restaurant now, but it, I, you know, I didn't really have a whole lot of different like nationality, you know, foods up to that point, and it just started like a, like a, a love affair with Indian food. You I know? love Indian. It's food. so good. It's so freaking good. Yeah, I feel like I cook a lot more different nationalities food than I do like normal American food. Like I, yeah. I'm always making Mexican. I'm always making yeah. Thai. I'm always making Indian food. Yeah, and like leave the basic. American stuff like I don't yeah. know Goodbye. roasted chicken and mashed potatoes <laughs> like I'd rather have something else Mac exactly. and exactly. <laughs> yeah. that, definitely and yeah. do you feel like your menu is influenced by that Does, love for Indian food do you have any Indian dishes that you really like see it's hard because I don't know if people would go for it really that is important yeah I was just um, about to ask that and one time I did put I put on was it like a, well Actually, on my menu right now, I put on Thai curry. Ooh. How did it turn out? Is it good? Do you like it? Oh, my God. It's, like, my favorite thing. <laughs> um, I put on one time... What was it? Yeah, you know, I try, like, really hard to, you know, incorporate different Everything. cuisines. And some people go for it. Some people don't. That's okay. And you have a pretty big client base now, too. Yes, I do. I think on your website it says you make over 300 meals a week. Yes, we will. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> that is so much. Food. That's a lot of meals. Do is you have, do you have a like a cap, like a maximum? Like well, I've been telling people I'm like, hey, like I can't take any more. Okay. Today. Yeah. <laughs> I remember that was happening too. You're like, make sure you order early because yeah. once I hit so much, I'm I'm not yeah. gonna be doing it anymore. Yeah. Yeah, that I mean that's kind of a good problem to have for a business, it, right? It, it is. is, but it's not because like got to find that work-life balance. Yeah, yeah, and even like 2 weeks ago, I was like, okay, like I'll you know, I'll bring in everybody and then I just 
got way too overwhelmed. Yeah. And now I'm like, okay. <laughs> Time to cut it off. <laughs> Time to cut it off. <laughs> Those are part of, you know, like setting boundaries and having healthy rules for yourself and like your business and what you do and stuff like that. Yeah. So do you feel like you can transpose any of the skills that you've learned from like setting those boundaries and doing stuff for yourself into like your real life or like normal life outside of work? Like a work, work life balance. Like a little bit like that, but also being able to like say no. I'm terrible at saying no. Yeah. (laughs) That is like the one thing. (laughs) And when you ask me like, what's your, um, you know, challenges is being, it's saying no. Yeah. <laughs> um, you know, we like to make people happy. I will work on it. I yeah. will work on it. <laughs> That's all part of being a healthy human being and growing and developing, you yeah. know? Do you have, um, I was thinking about this, do you have people that will, like, directly, like, like DM you or, or whatever, um, message you to ask questions about like nutrition about food like what's what kind of stuff they they should be eating or just you know common questions about Mm -hmm. how to maintain their health i do yes um the man i was talking about um asked me but you know i'm not like and I'm very transparent. I'm not a dietitian. I'm not a nutritionist. Mm-hmm. I'm not board certified. I know about like certain, you know, conditions and stuff like that, but I do not diagnose. I don't. Right. Um, I had someone who wanted to talk to me about like postpartum and I was like, mm-hmm. you know, I don't do that right <laughs> you know just being like totally transparent um, right. I am not educated on postpartum nutrition mm-hmm. that kind of stuff so but it does make a big difference to what you're putting in your body um after any condition you know what I mean after any right. surgery right. or operation or whatever is going on and right. it can also affect you like your mental health if you're not eating right yes correct? exactly that's yes. huge. I did like yes. my whole final research project on probiotics and prebiotics and their effects on mental health. Mm-hmm. Do you are you do you know anything about that? Yes. So you do have like a fair amount of fermented food in your menus, don't you? I mean, fermented foods as in like sauerkraut, sauerkraut, pickles, all that stuff, because that helps your your yeah. body digest. Yes. And do what it needs to do to make those feel good chemicals. Exactly. I always tell people we are what we eat. Mm. Yeah. And I mean that in like a much broader sense than like the literal term of what we, we are what we eat. Right. And uh, like what we consume goes far beyond just our food. Mm-hmm. Like what we watch on TV, mm-hmm. what we listen to on the radio. Mm-hmm. It all goes into... What we see on social media. Absolutely. The t- the type Who we follow. The type of uh, conversations we have. You know, yeah. and people we associate with it, all, all of it ties together. Mm-hmm. Yeah. What do you think uh, is next for you in this whole adventure? Um, what's next for me? I I love doing things like this. Yeah. Um, speaking events. I really want to start doing cooking classes. That would That's be awesome. That would be really cool. So going back to your customers, are most of them like 
I bet you, I, I bet probably, I'll take a guess here, that most of them, once they order from you, they don't stop ordering from you. I would say 90% of my customers order every week. Yeah. But then I have some people who, like, will drop off for, like, a couple weeks, and I'm like, Where'd you go? Yeah. Where'd you go? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and then, you know, just be transparent as a business owner, I, I get very nervous and I'm like okay like oh my gosh is it my you know do they not like the food do they think mm -hmm. the portions are too small like why is you know but um it's easy to have those a lot, kinds of insecurities a lot yeah and most of the time it's just like hey I've been traveling <laughs> yeah so yeah I think that's an incredible retention rate because, yeah. like, if there's one thing that people just get finicky over, it, it's food, you know? Like, it, so the fact that you have so many people coming back every week, I think, is you know, yeah, a great does. testament to you're putting out a great product, you know? Mm -hmm. Yeah, absolutely. 90%. If I feel like if most businesses got 90% returns after they try a product once, a lot more businesses would probably stay in business. <laughs> I, I think so. Right. But it goes to, like Dave said, it goes to show that you have an amazing product that people want and people desire. Mm -hmm. And I think that that makes it the hardest to fail when you're really selling something that people, that's like a top tier item. Mm -hmm. People are going to want it and people are going to buy it and people are going to keep coming back for it. All right. But it's the, it's not the product itself. It's what the product is giving. Yeah, that's that. right. You talked about the value. Yeah. Value. The value. Right. Giving people more time. That's the one thing that we can't ever really buy. Mm -hmm. Or at least in a lot of situations, I guess in your case, we are buying a little bit more time. Mm -hmm. right. Do you think there's a, an extra amount of, like, of value for you or gratification for you that you're able to provide this service and give this to people in your hometown? Yes. Yeah, because um, the whole reason why this started was because there was like a, not like a lack, but just like... There was an know. empty space that yeah. needed filled. There was a vacuum, and yeah. vacuums always get filled. Exactly, and that's how it all started was... People needing this service. Yeah. And reaching out and getting it. Yeah. It's amazing. Absolutely. Cool. I am going to um, be ordering from you. I, <laughs> that's like one of our things is we're going to support the people we... we... Well, not just because I, we want to support the people, but because I'll tell you what. I, I went and, you know, over this last couple of days, checked out the Facebook, checked out the menu, looked at the pictures, and just got, like, uh, instantly hungry, like, mouth-watering, you know? And that usually right. doesn't happen when I'm looking at a menu. It's just, like, you know, most of the time it's just, like, a lethargic, like, da-da-da-da-da. But I'm, like, reading your stuff, and I'm just, like, you know, all the ingredients and looking at the pictures, and I'm, like, I'm hungry now. Right. <laughs> this looks so good. So I'm excited to, to, to get this food yeah awesome and when i was making those facebook posts and stuff like looking at through your instagram there was like no shortage of delicious things that i could have put on those posts and it, when me and celinda were doing the like ordering food from you regularly it was always like a hard decision a lot of times there were like a few different things because we would try to do we would each pick like three meals mm -hmm. like two lunches two dinners 
and we always had just had an abundance of food you know what i mean especially for us like i'm i'm not a huge eat i mean i eat but there was always like leftovers or enough for a snack later or maybe enough to like bring with me the next day for lunch at work or whatever and that was always a very pleasant thing i will say this i i uh piggybacking off of tony talking about the uh, difficulty picking stuff out like i'd be lying if i said i didn't open up my online banking after looking at your stuff and trying to justify just ordering everything on the menu <laughs> yeah, right? yeah. yeah like reading like how long is it fresh for you know it's like three four days whatever can i eat that you know <laughs> that, that's not the healthy way to do it like you know but in my head i'm like can i oh, this all looks so good like i don't want to have to pick and choose like so again like Good, good, good work. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you. It's been a, it's been a wild ride. Definitely, definitely, especially to be coming so far in such a, a short amount of time. I, I can know. imagine. It's crazy. How much time do you would you say you spend working? Per week. Yeah, in like a week, do you I work? I work like... every single day, every second of the day. All the time. Like this, I would consider work. Sure. Yeah. Absolutely. Know? Yeah. It's advertising. Yeah. <laughs> PR. Yeah. PR. Yeah. Absolutely. Um, Mondays and Tuesdays, like this past Monday and Tuesday, I was in the kitchen for fourteen hours a day. Oh my gosh. <laughs> That's like your crunch time too, because like yes. everybody and picks it, up on Tuesdays, right? Yes. Or and then Tuesday, Wednesday. Mm -hmm. Hey, I love it. Yeah. I really love it. Do you ever have uh, difficulties with ingredients or like find something special that you want to get? Like say if something was in season, like a certain vegetable, would you go out of your of way to- Of course. Yeah. You know what I really wanted to do is like saffron. Like paella, yeah. Mm -hmm. But where do you get saffron? <laughs> right. No, and that's a real thing because especially with the Indian food that we were talking yeah. about earlier, you really can't. I mean, you can get like, um, you know, Indian spices at like Wegmans and stuff. But mm -hmm. um, saffron, for instance, is very expensive. Right. <laughs> I think I ended up getting like safflower too, which isn't exactly oh. the same, but according to Google, it's like the closest thing I can get to replicate the actual saffron. Right. That was cool. So what's coming up now? Pumpkins, apples. Yep. This is my favorite season for cooking. Yeah. I'm so excited. You love using those kinds of ingredients given I that fall flavor. I just love fall and winter. Yeah. Nice. Um, it's way easier for me. Summer and spring is very hard mm -hmm. for cooking wise because it's like, you know, lighter stuff. Right. I'm a very big like comfort food person. Mm -hmm. I love lasagna. I love chili, you know, like spaghetti. And it, it's just so much easier and, you know, pumpkin, apple, um, spaghetti squash, um, Yum. Mm -hmm. butternut squash, all the, all the above. Absolutely. And how many things would you say are on your menu? Do you have any idea how many things are actually on your menu or how many different meals you have? I have actually <laughs> limited it. <laughs> yeah. In the last, you know, 
to I, I I was looking at my menus because I save them every week and mm-hmm. I was looking at my menus from like last year at this time and I had like five dinners, five lunches, five breakfasts, five. I was like, how did I do that? <laughs> so how many pe- things make it onto your menu now per week? It's probably three, three. I do probably three dinners, three lunches, two breakfasts, three desserts cool, cool. at this point. And how, how many things you think do you have to choose from? Like how many dinners do you think you have? Like 20, 50? A hundred. hundred different probably. dinner choices <laughs> that could be on any given menu throughout the week. Yeah. That's cool. And it, Yeah, and then I have to think like, you know, vegetarian, gluten-free, dairy-free. Right. An option for everybody. Yeah. Cool. That's probably the... The hardest part the is hardest coordinating. part of my job. Coordinating is, all that stuff. Yes. And designing the menu. Mm-hmm. I feel like that's like really high-end chef work too, you know what <laughs> oh, I mean? Yeah. Like when you go to a restaurant or whatever, it's like some, like it's a, it's a chef that designs that and makes all those things go together. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I feel like a, a you know, like a, a regular, you know, like a chain restaurant or something, you get like one out of, one or two out of 30 things where it's like, this is gluten-free, everything else too bad <laughs> you, know, you know like eat at your own risk you know yeah or you might have to ask for special things but like do they i mean i never um have you know i don't want to inconvenience people even though i'm like the customer you know so i've never asked for it at a restaurant i wonder if they would give it to you at like just a regular one i yeah. think it's cool that you give that option to people mm-hmm I think it probably depends on how, how difficult it is to change those things. It's, yeah, yeah. sometimes it's a pain in the arse. Um, <laughs> right. For instance, you know, um, you know, I will give like, okay, eggplant parm with spaghetti or spaghetti squash. Mm-hmm. And then I have to like think like, okay, like how many of these do I need? How many of this do I need? Um, how do you keep it all organized? I do, I, I don't know. I don't know. I really don't know. <laughs> I just... I feel that. <laughs> you're telling me. I have no idea. Awesome. It's a, it's. A, I went to school for PR as well. It's the PR background, just having, you know, being able to fire off, you know. I just say, like, okay, there's how many of this that I need, there's how many of this. Mm-hmm. I've never done so much math. Right. And, and you got to be making since huge, high school. <laughs> huge batches of stuff, too. Yes. Like, if wow. you do spaghetti, like, ten people's spaghetti squash is, like, oh, yeah. so much. That's a lot of spaghetti squash. Yeah. I'm always... Um, you should see grocery shopping. It's hilarious. Yeah? Where do you go? I've, I've bought out, like, Aldi, Sam's Club, you know, Wegmans, mm-hmm. and, like... <laughs> Like so you're plants. the reason why I couldn't get eggplants. Probably. <laughs> From Wegmans. <laughs> right. Probably. That's fine. Probably. This changes. Do you ever go to farmers markets? <laughs> I don't like. Where are those? Like, I, I think I passed like three of them on my way out to, um, 
what it's called white turkey i don't know if anybody else yeah, knows. Oh, yeah. I mean, no, I've, I've heard of that yeah like on route 20 we were just going down and I, we must have passed like three or four different farmers markets mm. there's but one. i don't know if they have websites or anything like that or any way to really locate them there's yeah. one right at the end of east 38th street I don't know if it's still open, but for like the whole summer, that yeah. little like walk in front of that bush corner, yeah. yeah, they do farmers market, keys, <laughs> frames, and ice cream at that one little place. Oh yeah, like that, on your way out to the gorge. Oh yeah, that place does everything. Do you think that would be something you would be interested in if you could build a relationship with like a local farmer and? One hundred percent. That's what you'd want to do. Maybe. Maybe if it worked out, right? Yeah. Cool. Yeah. I'm always down for charity collaborations with local businesses. Yeah. That is so up my alley. Yeah. That would be cool. Yeah. It'd probably be nice, too. It, like a little selling point. Like, oh, our tomatoes this week are from yeah. out in Fairview or out in Harbor yeah, Creek. Yeah, 100%. That'd be awesome. I Have... just don't ever know what I'm putting on the menu. Mm -hmm. it's, a, it's a very... Snap decision. Yeah. Quick decision. It's very just like, okay, I'm going to put this on, this on, this on. Mm -hmm. <laughs> That's exciting, though. How much time do you spend shopping? Is it like one day or is it like a couple days of gathering things? or? I would say it's probably like a couple hours a week. Yeah. But then, okay, so, you know, we get our groceries and then it's like, oh no, like we ran out of this. So we have to go back like, right. the next day and the next day and the next day. <laughs> Absolutely. So. Filling in those little yes. blank spots and stuff. Yes. Okay. Do you see Meals with Abs continuing to grow and prosper? 100%. Yeah. What's I won't let it not. Yeah. What would be like your ideal or your dream situation? I really want to do catering. Yeah. Not like weddings or, you know, anything like that, but, you know, maybe like some, you know, like, um, business conferences yeah. or like, what about like expos or like events or conventions? Exactly. I had someone ask me to do like their book club. Mm -hmm. Um, oh, really? <laughs> I was like, yeah, maybe that's an idea for us. Me and Dave are actually in a book. Club. Oh, really? Yeah. It's, yeah. A, it's a pretty cool thing. Love it. <laughs> There's yeah, only love like it. five of us though. So it wouldn't be that much. <laughs> I really want to do cooking classes. Yeah. And we'll just see. Yeah. The sky's the limit, right? See. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Sky is the limit. Sky. Why, why put, uh, false boundaries on yourself? You know, when anything exactly. can happen, you never know where it'll take you. Absolutely. Yeah. Thank you guys so much for coming on today. Um, happy to have you here on another amazing episode of Everything at Once. Keep coming back. Thanks. Bye.